Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Hi, get your eggs here. Fresh and Dauber? Whoa! <laughs> Jinkies! Put the, put the old ball gag in and say, just, just, just be quiet. Oh, quiet. Let me man. enjoy this. <laughs> Let me enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can see you, Jeff, on, on, on that date. Just when was like, your last date? <laughs> when was your last date again? Exactly? You don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now we see. Okay. It'll be over soon. Be I get it. I get it. But just be quiet and no. let me enjoy this. No. <laughs> We're almost done. We're Shut, almost done. Tell stay me silent. Let me enjoy this. <laughs> go close, to your happy place. Close go your eyes and pretend place. it's candy. I'm in my happy place. You go to yours. Woo! <laughs> 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 like he can't even start. He's like he, he keeps looking at he keeps looking at his page and he's like. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number one thirty eight. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Go to your happy place. <laughs> Commander K. And just Michael. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Gentlemen, what'd you do? Well, I just had a very geeky afternoon. Yes, I've, had a, I've had a very geeky week, actually. I've done a lot of comic book shopping and stuff like that and buying some little trinkets here and there, which is nice to be able to go back in the comic book shop and buy some stuff. Um, I had a big blowout over at Alternate Reality. Big shout out to Ralph and the Ralph, crew. Dude. Nice work for uh, putting on the Avengers versus X-Men uh, issue one celebration. So I bought three copies of that book. Oh, wow. And Yeah, two variants and the regular. And uh, then I also uh, bought a bunch of Marvel volumes, which I'm a Marvel nut anyway. And uh, they were five bucks a piece. I got some really cool hardbound books. You know, probably $200 worth of books for 60 bucks. Maybe Brilliant. more. Nice. Yeah, maybe more. Nice. Uh, so it was a really good deal. Uh, some nice books. And, uh, and then I uh, quickly uh, zoomed over to the uh, Pinball Hall of Fame as I went there with my buddy Nug this yeah. weekend. My friend Nug was in town. So we went in, got and, your pinball uh, on. And we got our pinball on. I didn't play any pinball. I went right in with a bag, a uh, little, little uh, plastic bag, and I spent my money, and I got me some bobblehead conversion toys. Uh, now you a, say you spent your money. You, I spent thirty quarters, thirty dollars in quarters. They're not, they're not bobbleheads. They're the uh, I don't know what they're uh, called. They're uh, little action figures. I see them in the, come yeah, out of a, they, they have the giant head and the little tiny body. Well, they're, super, the they're super deformed style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super, super deformed style action figures. But they actually they have it's an official actual name. name. I, saw, I don't know. I saw it in the catalog. Super deformed style. Anyway, so after thirty bucks of quarters, I got. Two complete sets of the South Park figures and a bunch of Marvel figures. So you're feeding it into a random gumball machine, basically. Yeah, but you know what? I did a lot of gambling this week, too. I gambled. I played the uh, the Star Trek Battlegrounds or whatever that's called. Did you save your ha- game? Have you played that? I have not. No, not to save the game. It's the gambling one. You've played this one, the new one? Like oh, it's a crazy. slot machine? Yeah, the new slot machine, the new Star Trek slot machine with this battle front where you build up these ships and then you go to everybody goes to battle. Oh. Anyway, that first time horribly I, addictive. The first time I played it, I won 50 bucks. I was like, awesome. Then I gave that 50 bucks right back a couple days later. Well, but yeah, that's, what, they do, that's yeah. what it is. But it was a lot of fun. Game is yeah, the game is distressingly addictive. Slot machines becoming fun is really 
kind of hard on us right it's now. It's becoming That's, very video game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Achievement unlocked. I was want, like, you, they have unlockables and shit. It's insane. I was like, man, if they made a version of this for Xbox Live that you didn't have to pay for, sign me the fuck up. And when they do unregulate that shit, and we're gambling on Xbox Live, get out. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Are not they gonna already do doing that? Uh, that, that? That poker game that you were so addicted to. But that's not gambling. That's all fake money. There's yeah, no real money involved. Gambling. Yeah. Uh, but that, but anyway, it was really fun, really good. So I've had a geek out, geek out week in that respect. Um, yeah, I finally got to play a little bit of video games. Oh, we I got to play some uh, Soul Calibur Five with Jess Michael oh, for a little bit. Yeah, we did. You had some had some really good characters. I got to show off my character ones. creations, so that yep. was cool. I'm gonna Ooh, still work on work Mike, more on that. Did you fight the strap? Oh, I did. <laughs> I totally tricked his ass. He too. got raped by the strap. <laughs> First, he pulls out his. He pulls his, out uh, very great. No. Not, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out this Mumra, looking amazing. Awesome oh, Mumra. nice, nice. And I have a Claudus, uh, uh, Lionel's father. So then he's like, let's have Claudus fight Mumra. And I was like, oh, that's great, yeah. So no, no, I no. What I my... said was, what I said was, <laughs> I said, you're gonna, first, time I, first time I picked uh, Mumra, I said, okay, you're going to need to bring your Claudus out for this one, right? And he didn't and and because he'd already selected another one I was like, all right fine fuck it but, uh, but i didn't tell him what it was yet and he was like oh it's mumra ooh and then uh <laughs> at the very end like all right time for one more you got time for one more okay bring out your claudus insinuating that i was gonna bring out mumra but of course instead he surprised me with the strap <laughs> which, like, you never want to be surprised with the strap <laughs> I've also, but you're always surprised like with the strap. Rule in life. I've also, it is. Uh, by the strap. I've also just engineered a new horrific one, so I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's uh, gross. Well, you know what? Oh, I, uh, I I won't mention on the air what, but I've suddenly been paid for something that I did recently. So I guess I really have no excuse, and I'll have to go out and buy Soul Caliber Five. If so. you really want to, I don't want to twist your arm. <laughs> so. Only if Dude, you really I'm want hearing to. so much about you know. I got to see your character. I bought mine yesterday. You know, Scott, Welcome to it. Uh, is he playing yeah, it? Scola, he's got it. And okay, well, you, if you've got you other know, friends you know, besides us that are playing it and loving it, then yeah, it oh, is the yeah. it is the best looking fighting game ever created. Yeah, and I simply love from Soul an artist- Calibur. Yeah, I sim- love Soul Calibur. Simply from an artistic standpoint, it's gorgeous. But I would do some shopping online if I were you, because you could probably find a good deal on Amazon because it's been out just about long enough to almost hit that twenty dollar price do- That's down I, yeah. soon. So, so, so okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I will. But I don't want you playing paying full sixty on that. Necessarily, it's a great game, but I don't check Amazon. That's usually I will. I will look around. All right, but I will get it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Character creation worth it, just just on its own. Yep, I've sunk twenty hours plus into just character creation. Oh no, I do, dude. I, I, you were you were making fun of me because every time you log on, you see me playing Black Ops. Yeah. I it says you know uh, the Frogger is on character creation Soul Calibur Five and it's all it, it even says character creation it mm-hmm. actually yep. says it right there so yeah I've been sick with you're it. you're always there it's, it's been very it's, funny it's been really fun and um, they're gonna put out some more DLC very soon uh, with some extra little stuff uh, for that and uh, I'm looking forward to that yeah uh, oh and, and and I was gonna say playing random people online not terrible. Really? really? Not oh. terrible. Now, I didn't have any conversations with anybody. That's that the key right there. But there's a lot of other people out there wanting to show off their characters also. Were so you it's playing kind it with the headset off? Or were you playing uh, it with the headset I had it plugged on? in but turned down all the way. Okay. Yeah. Somebody fucking gave me a dirty rank on uh, voice chat. I don't know why, but anyway. Like I got I got, a, I got 100% in disruptive on my voice chat right now. You? I know. Well, well, that had to be in Dr. Vlard. Yeah, really. <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, because exactly. I hardly ever talk to anybody online, so I don't know. <laughs> I saw The Hunger Games. How is it? Pretty good. I like I it. I just bought yeah. the book yesterday. Just, I'm going to read I, you it. Know, it's, it, it. Actually, the movie made me even slightly almost interested in the books. I'm not big on YA, so I mean... Yeah. But I mean, it was interesting you movie. Cool be. movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. you, you know what? You know what? Not, an, not according to Whisper. Yeah, li- listening to the listening to past uh, jokes I've made on podcasts regarding uh, uh, age-related issues, I've decided I think I'm gonna stop doing that. Because <laughs> uh, you know, when I get to the point where I'm creeping myself out, it's like, wow, I got okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> I saw Wrath of the Titans, which I, it really funny because i've seen people criticize the movie and mm-hmm. actually say the script to clash of the titans was more coherent <laughs> which boggles the, my the, mind because actually the recent one yes oh. and i was like no wrath is actually more coherent it so still this has is a some sequel problem. yeah it's a sequel to clash that was under, this, under a year wasn't it this actually no it was a um, couple years ago that this actually almost out. looks like one of those cases of the movie they wanted to make Oh. I, I don't know if it's true or not. Is this it still is pure in 3D? speculation. Yes, I saw it in 3D, and actually, I kind of enjoyed it. It is visually gorgeous. Mm. It still has a lot of the whole "I hate the gods, I'm going to go save them" conundrum that yeah. really doesn't make any sense. But I was told by somebody that I need to search around on the internet that t- tells a story of the original script to Clash of the Titans, which explains why it is so butting head, confusing contradictory mm. but anyway it is gorgeous i have to say it is gorgeous it is not as good as john carter so go see john carter first go see john carter go to john carter info and look at this guy's fan trailer he made for the movie you will watch this fan trailer and you will all of a sudden say i really want to see john carter it is pretty damn impressive it, it was it the guy took just the regular john carter stuff that was released and he did a Vernon Wilmer. He, he he did his own editing yeah. and made it up and he made a trailer that you're like Okay, this movie I'd I'd like to go see. Yeah, that's a weird. So, that whole thing is very weird. The whole Disney fucking in it on purpose kind of thing. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Tax write off. It was. It was the change around. You know, it was the executive change around. It was a holdover from a previous administration, but there was too damn much money in it to just let it go. So they continued with it, and you know, current some, admin some, just doesn't think, know what to do with it. I think kind of also it, there is a creativity aspect to it. They, you know, someone comes in and they look at it and they're like, "I have no fucking idea what to do with this." Right. And I think there was a lot of that there. There really was a lot of, "What do we have here? What did we inherit?" And it's, you know, "Oh God, you're a stepson." Well, you the know? new Disney admin's a little more conservative as so. far as like spending money. Too. Well, they're they're well, sure. they're very they're very much playing it safe right now and it's so and ho- this is a testament to how fucking weird hollywood is because here's a movie they they're not sure what they want to do and they're not really putting in they're investing uh, emotionally into making this thing a success but they still dropped a hundred mil on its marketing yeah you know i mean you drop a hundred mil on on a movie you really don't have much faith in it's that's just how wacky hollywood is i don't know it cre- it cre- but it's it's it, it kills me too that they spent that much money on marketing and still like all of the surveys that came back from people that watched the marketing were like we don't know anything about this movie yeah. we don't know what this movie is no. about so, it, and, and and none of them were like and I still had to 25% say 25% something like that said yeah. this was a movie that they 
they thought they would want to yeah. see. And I'm telling you, JohnCarterFiles.info, guys. Go ahead and take a look at it. This guy, he has his little fan trailers on the right side. And he actually makes a fucking awesome trailer. So, and what else? Uh, 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 oh, shit. I lost track. So I saw those two movies. I guess I'll leave it at Oh, and I caught up on The Guild. Aha, so nice. on uh, Netflix. So yeah. I'm at the point where uh, Will Wheaton has entered the scene. Will Wheaton? And, and uh, yeah, Will. And Will uh, it's funny. It's funny. I have, you know, I've developed, uh, of course, I really enjoyed what he did on Big Bang Theory and the whole PAX thing that he was doing, the, the celebrity D&D stuff. That was and, fun, yeah. and I actually, I've actually developed a respect for Wheaton. And uh, especially now that I discovered the shit he went through. As oh yeah! Wesley. The, oh yeah! No, the no, no, fan no. hate and all that stuff. It's like I'm totally like the fact that he isn't, you know, sh strangling yeah. kids in the street is actually I a testament to yeah. the man's character. Can you imagine? So. Yeah, having now that's thrust upon you at such a young age, yeah. and, and coming out as as good as he did. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Young Hollywood doesn't usually survive like uh -huh. he did. And, uh, and yeah. we had a part to do with that. I mean, he actually wrote in his little thing about how the experience, the experience yes, brought, brought back, back yeah. the fun. Yes. That was doing the next generation. Yeah, yeah, well, I've he, talked to him twice. Really once cool. for the experience and once at Comic Con. And uh, you know, I told him, I said, Well, you know, I know you've had your issues with the Wesley character, but you know, in high school I was kind of outcast. I mean, it's just, you know, I, no, I was no. I, I know, right? <laughs> no. Not me. Not, thought, not a know. geek. But you know, I was Shh, I was smart and and over you know what happened? Ball gags. Well, it was just like like I, I, I could identify with his character. <laughs> Being, you know, you know, you're not quite, you know, in tune with your peers. Yeah. But not quite an adult yet. So you're kind of in that weird limbo area in between. You know, the the adults respect you and and look at you know your intelligence, but your, you know, your of age peers are looking at you going, oh, this is some kind of a freak. You know, it's old balding men just tolerating you. Yeah, something like that. But no, but like I told him, I said, you know. <laughs> Scared when I bro. saw the Wesley character, I thought I, I identified with it, and I, you know, I really enjoyed that. And it was an a character I could closely identify with on Next Gen, and uh, it's one of the things that drew me into it. And he, wow, he was so like, you're saying that 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 whole angle actually worked at least in, with regards to one person demographically. Well, he, there's a few he others. Said wow. that he's, he's, That's he, amazing. Yeah, there is he basically said thank you. He's like, I, I, I've I've only heard that kind of a story a couple of times. And but it has those few stories have helped me change my view on the Wesley character. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not. I, I detested Wesley. I was just like, what the fuck are they doing? And you know, for a while I was like Wesley, blah. but you know, I started reading about what he was going through, and I was like, oh my. And then it was similar to the like the Jake Lloyd thing. I'm like. Oh, come on. What the fuck are you doing blaming these poor kids for this? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I'm just like, you know, I'm yeah. totally separating what I felt about the Wesley character versus Will Wheaton. Yeah. I, yeah. I read his blog religiously until he had that crazy uh, hardware problem and, and whatever happened. To yeah, the lost server. Stuff on oh, the server. yeah. That. Very sad. Uh, but his keynote at uh, PAX, uh, I believe it was 2009, uh, incredible keynote speech that he gave at PAX. It was really great. Uh, He's 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 a he's a good one. He oh yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I've only talked with him twice extensively, but uh, or at a, to a, to a for a long period of time. But uh, both times he he's a total geek and he just loves geeking out. Mm -hmm. 
with fellow geeks. So, I mean, he's I, he's just a really cool person. I would relish the chance to improvise with him someday. That would be a lot of fun because he's a big improv, improv yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. I saw him do an improv thing when they had yeah. that that first convention here at Alexis Park years ago. So, yeah. Ooh. Before we go on to the show, a few comments from, from fans. From the comments? Peanuts, from the peanut gallery. Yeah. From our fan? Yeah. Fan mail from some flounder. Yeah. First, I want to start with uh, J-Man's. J-Man's. Yes. He had an experience with our website. Uh, yeah. You know those captures that you have to put in to show that you are not a bot. You sure. Know, the, the word, the general yeah, words. Like, please type in the space yeah. what this what this picture says. The word is. So he says. So picture. I went to leave a comment, and well, this was too good to pass up since this is a audio podcast. I can't show it to you, but basically, the capture that came up for our show to write a comment was the word semen. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> He had so, to type that in. So even our it. website is randomly in on the joke. Wow. So, yeah. 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 They know what's up. <laughs> well played, Dr. Vlarg. Well played. God, it could only have been perf- more perfect if it was like semen fart or, you know, something. It'd be awesome if you could set that thing to only put up profanity. Because <laughs> then it's a double firewall. It's like, not yeah, only really? you not a bot, but you also have to be cool. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, 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 get, I'll get buried. Hey, swears are awesome, dude. <laughs> I'll get it. In case you didn't know, swears are where it's fucking at. Oh, Paul, I'll you're a ten-year-old. Every, up, every chance you get, Paul. you're like, no, you're not an adult. You I'm go not. Back. I'm not at all. I know. I don't what, care. What swear words do you know? Bunches. You. Damn. I make up my own. You own. Yeah. I make up my own. Trademark. All it will be will Paulisms like ass well, hat. I came <laughs> up with a great one last. You were there. You were there. And you were there. For, and you were there, no, too. My, my improv show two weeks ago, mm-hmm. we had some guests from L.A., and we had a oh. really funny scene or two, and we came up with this whole new phrase. Well, I came up with this whole new phrase, get your dick off. Yep. And it's, it became this whole thing. And God. now our whole little internet, internet oh, in, yeah. in, Matt, improv community is is, uh, is throwing around, get your dick off. Matt jumped on that. and yep. did the- <laughs> It's really funny. Get your get dick your off. Get your dick off. How, how would, when would you use get your dick off? Anytime you want. <laughs> Get your dick off. There it is. See? See? It works. It's powerful. Uh, All right. No. So is there an actual comment? A, a, no, he just wanted to share that. Uh, so his comment was, was, hey, I was almost going to put in a comment, but this was funnier than what I was going to say. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically. All right. Basically. <laughs> that works. <laughs> and from MT, on the last Geek Shack, you guys were talking about shows on Netflix. I have a recommendation. The BBC show Outcast. Imagine lost on a foreign planet, at a religious nut, and clones, and you got a hit. Check it out. I will look at it. Wow, that actually BBC is Luther right now. I just got through season two. Yeah. There's only four episodes. That have you seen Luther? No, I, it's it keeps Netflix wants me to watch so it badly though. Good. <laughs> you you will love Luther. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right. It's it's intrigued. Like if uh, I don't even want to say CSI because it's that's not even fair because yeah because that. Right now, you just shut me down. It is. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. It's a, it's a crime you procedural. You hate the, the Miami one. I hate them all. I hate them all. He's no, talking, I'm talking, he's talking about, about Torgo. It's all porn for prudes. Oh, um, uh, here we go again. It is. Yeah, yeah but really. CSI, but, but, yeah. but Luther is just exquisite. You've seen a little bit of The Wire, right? No. Oh, my God. Oh, snap. <laughs> I know. I have so much catching up to do. There's all these new shows coming Idris out. Alba is what? the show You don't watch anything new. You don't watch new. the new you shows. Watch, when this shit was new, you weren't watching it. Don't use the new Game show. Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. There you That's go. That's one show. Why don't you... That's all I have time for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fucker. Well, watch Luther. Okay. 
and all get of your you dick should off. watch Luther and get your dick off. It's <laughs> so goddamn good. Oh, also one other th- correction. I think last week I may have stated that I thought Tim Heidecker was the voice for um, uh, Mordecai the bird in um, uh, regular show. Okay, I'm wrong. It's JG Quintel. The creator of the show. Oh, okay. He just sounds exactly like Tim Heidecker. Well. So props to JG Quintel. That and we just lost like that. Oh, oh I'm God. sorry. That, and you know, we were know. the other day we were 11, 11 people away from seven hundred. Eleven people. <laughs> now we're another Look, like the first DVD just came away. out. The first DVD just came out. It's not season one. We did but have one Facebook comment that said, Yes, I do not take drugs and I like that show. There you go. It's great. That's one out of how many? <laughs> Seven hundred. I'll grant you. I'll grant you. It is hardcore drug influenced madness. How did their parents let them friend us on Facebook? They should have. They should have. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> what what swear words do you have, kid? Dude, you have you have you any of you watched regular show except Jeff? I've, the first I heard of it was when he mentioned yeah, it last really, week. So. You know? Okay, well, uh, I saw it once when I was. If I had had time, I'm too busy gonna, watching new shows. I, Paul? This is new. <laughs> I was going to buy the DVD. I was going to buy the DVD to show you guys some regular show because you could you'd get your laugh on. Because it's great. It's video games. It's Laugh real, on, dick off. That's the other thing, too. Is, is, it's it, not video it's, It is a lot of video game stuff. There's a lot of video game humor in it. Do you not know about the video game humor? It's thick with video game humor. Uh, he's a he's a he's a pro video game guy, and it's wonderful. Who's he? Wait a minute. JG Quintel, the creator, okay. the creator, and the, the voice very, of the bird. Right. Guy. Yes, Mordecai. He's very pro video game, and he is of the opinion, and he's trying to get this out there that playing a video game is no different from watching a television show or reading a book. Yes, it is another totally valid form of artistic expression. It just happens to be a more interactive medium, and people, if we can slowly but surely start to turn people to thinking that way and understanding it it's a valid art form it needs to be preserved taken care of respected the good stuff needs to keep getting lauded and need to keep congress the fuck out of it you don't go banning and burning video games like books it's just i mean it's just we're on that place where uh, i like them already we're starting to turn kids are starting to figure this shit out anyway uh yeah no he's 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 good good, good guy very funny very very funny oh good lord well, you turned me on to Wonder Shows then, so I'll give this a shot. This is funnier than Wonder Shows. I like Wonder Shows. Then. Wonder Shows is funny as fuck. No, but... it isn't. <laughs> God damn. That was a I... horrible experience. I... <laughs> Wonder Shows is so funny. But... I like I like a regular show even better than Wonder Shows because Wonder Shows there was a lot of that stuff where the humor comes from people being in uncomfortable situations yeah. with a puppet or whatever. I don't really I don't usually care for people being in uncomfortable situations humor unless it's a scripted piece like that. Uh, if it's just random people, if you can fuck with random people any day of the week, and it, yeah, it'll be a little funny because you're causing someone pain. Hilarious, that's life. But well, know, I, comedy. it is comedy, but I prefer, uh, I prefer it not to be that. All right. So, so there's my other comments. comments. Yeah, we got one more comment oh. from uh, fact check Andy. Oh, ah, uh, we talked about the whole, uh, the Superman thing oh. with, uh, Siegel and Schuster and who did, who owned what, when, ah, he comes in well, with some here, clarification. Here comes Andy. He says, I can't believe the teeming millions haven't jumped on you about this yet. Siegel and Schuster created Superman while they were in high school then spent six years trying to get it published. They sold the rights to the character for $130 and a contract to write and draw Superman material. There's no doubt they got shafted, but I haven't seen anything that shows that they weren't legally shafted. 
it, what, what's really interesting about a, a nuance of that point is cre from the, for the creation of Superman, it was not work for hire. It was their creation before they got to, I guess at that time it would be national publications. Mm -hmm. And then so, they sold the but rights, then though. They sold yeah. the rights. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very that's so it's, so that's it, like it that's that's like an even more tangled web as opposed to the, you know the usual work for hire arguments where you're already yeah. working for the place when you create the character blah 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 they're over yeah. a barrel it's very very i mean it's that's time immemorial somebody sold the rights to something oh sure that sure they sure. think isn't going to turn yeah. into something huge and then it does right and then it's that that whole sour grape well thing. legally sound ethically dubious my right wiener yeah you because know. it turned into something really big yeah. God. Really big. News you don't get shit about. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Universal and Montecito Picture Cooperated are hoping to develop a follow-up to the 1988 hit comedy Twins. Oh, God. That starred Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito that would reunite the two stars. But wait, there is a twist. Oh, yeah. What, In the new scenario, <laughs> it's triplets. Eddie Murphy would act as a third brother... It is entitled uh, Triplets. <laughs> the story would see Schwarzenegger and DeVito as brothers, Julius and Vincent, conceived experimentally, who discover they have a third sibling. I can't believe I have a black brother. It's amazing. And also a short one. Who would have thought? But I do. Oh. The project doesn't have a director at this early stage. Ivan Reitman, who helmed the original, would only act as producer. But the hunt is on for writers to develop the idea. The actors are attached to Star. This wouldn't be the first sequel to a 1988 film that Universal is working on. The studio is developing a sequel to Midnight Run that sees Robert De Niro, one of the film's two original stars, That's along with Charles awesome Grodin. That's an awesome movie. They're going to be together again? Uh, right now, it just has Robert De Niro returning as the incarnation. Oh, like Grodin's going to hold out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. To be directed by Brett Ratner. Well, Boo. maybe he will hold out. <laughs> Brett Ratner! <laughs> wow. Maybe he will hold out. But it's got to be him and Groden again. It's got to be. That's what made that thing work. That was totally... That was it. That, that there's was, nothing else to that movie but their was, relationship. Yeah. Their, their chemistry was a, that really is funny. one of the best yeah. buddy 80 movies. It's a great flick. It is That's fantastic. a great movie. Mm -hmm. Netflix it, folks. It's awesome. Yeah, it's Midnight Run. Netflix. Really funny. Uh, and then don't take the recommendations of Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. Which will inevitably follow. <laughs> Which will you'll get for how for many sequels did they Ronnie. do to that damn movie? Beethoven. Yeah. Oh, was there's there three. There's still, there's no, there's, like, many there's at least ten. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Because <laughs> there was Beethoven's fifth. There was a Beethoven's fifth. Yeah. Uh, they had to go at least that far. Yeah. I think there's seven Beethoven yeah. movies. Yeah. Not including like the subgenre kitty cats, <laughs> the, the spinoffs. Yeah, there's spinoffs. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you count the Air Bud shit? Do you count oh, all that kind of stuff? Poor Charles. Do you count oh, I the always thought that Snow Dogs, Major Decline. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, no, but no, but uh, <laughs> there are at least five Beethoven movies, probably more. I do not get those movies at all. Never have. Dun, dun, I, dun, dun, dun. I barely got I, Turner and Hooch. I get and... Turner and Hooch was good. <laughs> this one I could probably say I've never seen and don't own. What Midnight Run? No. Beethoven. <laughs> oh, thank God. Don't you own Beethoven? I don't, of course I don't uh, own Beethoven. I thought I saw Beethoven over no, here. Let's see. You go oh, ahead. there it is. Nope. Beethoven director's cut. Look at that. Wow. An extra hour of ball licking footage. <laughs> Blu ray. Holy mackerel. Blu ray Beethoven. I just Jeez. wanted it for the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really have Beethoven. Speaking of Groden, Great Muppet Caper was on the other night. Man, that movie is dated. I still find it funny because I remember all the stuff they referenced, but I, I just thought about the fact that 
you show that to anybody like now, like anybody that's you know in their twenties, mm-hmm. not gonna find anything no. in that movie funny. I have a huge cellular phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little before those. This uh, next. I one. have a big cell phone. Kirby, will you buy me a big cell phone, please? Okay, piggy. Let's go pick you out a huge cell phone and get you brain cancer. But no one knows about that yet. Ooh. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Actually, this might be my favorite news you don't give about sh- story. Ever. Are you writing? That's your fitting. Be here live. Yeah, Kirby. I saw you just X out a big Doctor Who thing. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I X that one thing. Basically, Doctor uh, Who. Basically, David Yates says, yes, I am doing the movie. I don't care what uh, Moffat says, but we'll get together and chat. That's basically Awesome. I love fighting. Yeah. Dumbass. All right. Who From Geekosystem. I don't like that shit. <laughs> when visiting different parts of the world, one generally notices the local popular food item. New York is full of street hot dogs. Mm. South Florida is full of Latin food. English full, England full of tea and meat pies. And the Chinese city of Dongyang... It's Uh-oh. full of eggs soaked in the urine of boys under the age of 10. What? They're called virgin boy eggs. <laughs> the urine is collected from primary schools, and they're a local delicacy. Mm-hmm. The... <laughs> Did you get tricked into one of those, Paul? Okay. No, but I've heard of these before. Oh, all right, all right. This is nothing new. <laughs> I was going to say he new. ate bull penis. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me no, if but he I, had virgin I, boy I, eggs. I've heard of virgin boy eggs before. Oh, okay. Well, virgin in case you're, boy eggs. The vendors wow. who sell the virgin boy eggs claim the eggs have decent health properties. Mm-hmm. A, uh, <laughs> a vendor of a popular virgin egg stall claimed eating the eggs creates better blood circulation, reinvigorates the body, and would prevent heat stroke. Mm-hmm. The juicy details of cooking procedure are simple. Soak the eggs in a pot of urine, then boil the eggs in said pot of urine. After they soak and boil, the shells of the eggs are cracked, then the eggs are simmered in urine for the rest of the day. In order to keep the urine eggs from overheating, the street vendors pour fresh urine over the eggs throughout the day. Uh, One urine egg street vendor said that he was making and selling eggs over two decades, and the eggs are currently priced around 24 cents, uh, double the price of normal eggs sold by the same vendors. Oh, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> local <laughs> local residents what? who are vendors of urine eggs are said to actually collect boys' urine from schools themselves for personal egg use. Yeah. My only... Oh, man. The real creepo thing about it... The real creepo <laughs> thing about it is who did it first? <laughs> How... Yeah, who, who said? Who thought that was going to be a good idea? Uh, Somebody Joe pedophile. Yeah. Somebody Joe Chinese pedophile. Look, no, 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 no. I, no, it wasn't the little boys. I, uh, I, I am eggs. I'm an egg. Nice. I'm an egg. Collecting their pee. And their it's pee. A totally, yeah, it makes it's, it's very a good culinary thing. It's yeah. It's uh, it it opens up your airways. Uh, it's it. So apparently, Chinese medicine. The whole thing is either your body's got too much heat or too much cold. That's their yeah. whole basis for their. Medicinal practices. So I guess this is supposed to take out some heat with the pee. Yeah. Great. Young pee. Very young pee. Go roast balls. Yeah, there's, but there's doesn't some surprise kind of a, me in the little There's some kind least. of a religious belief behind that, that your body is like a machine. That's why a lot of... Uh, I believe my body's like a machine. Well, there's like a lot of... There's, there's a lot a of robot. different cultural... <laughs> I'm a robot in jail. Oh, here we go. My body's a machine. I got put away for getting too much boy urine in my system. 
All the head shaking right now could power a small town. They made me, <laughs> they made me pee in a cup. It was nothing but boy urine, so my drugs wouldn't show up. Maybe that's right. The key. I'm on drugs. <laughs> I'm a robot in jail on it's drugs. A robot in jail on drugs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> The soul crushing sound of (laughs) Jeff's soul being crushed. (laughs) It's like having our own Eeyore. Okay. I was going to reference the whole thing as anybody's ever been out to eat and you have like uh, various cultures, but primarily Asian cultures, they always ask for hot water with their meal (laughs) instead of cold water or ice water. Mm -hmm. They want it because it's that whole machine thing. You don't want to, you know, you want to cool down your machine. You want to keep it hot and running. It's like a furnace, like a furnace. You don't want to put water, you know, some cold water on your furnace because then it cools down. It'll sizzle. Like if you put cold water on Paul. It sizzle right off him. It will. I've run at one twenty, y'all. <laughs> Let's do week and geek. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Oh, what happened to the soul okay. crushing story that I was supposed to? That was it. That was. Oh, the... that was the no, soul no, crusher. This... Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we go right back to Superman. You know that uh, hundred thirty dollar check? It's worth forty grand. It is. As <laughs> as a legend and producer of protect <clears throat> producer of the Earth. Christ, man. I'm a producer of the Earth. Superman produced the Earth? (laughs) Yes, he did. That makes sense. It was an intelligent design. Yeah, he only got paid $130 for it. Well, he made made it rotate backwards and and change time. Superman, creation of the Earth. It was work for hire. He's really pissed at God. He's like, oh, that fucker, he cheated me. (laughs) Anti-Kremptonian sentiment. As a legend and protector of the Earth, Superman belongs to all of us. As a property, however, he belongs to DC, thanks to the measly $130. The controversial check that bought the rights to the Man of Steel is now up for sale. But it will cost you more than face value. The 1939 check issued to and endorsed by Superman creators Jerome Siegel and Joe Schuster is available for auction over at Comic Connect. The current bid, I just checked it before we started, is $40,500. And it could get a lot higher before this thing wraps up on April 16th. The total check is written for $412, includes an itemized breakdown, $130 for the rights to Superman, $210 for some Detective Comics work, and two $36 payments for stories included in More Fun and Adventure Comics. I got so much other cool shit you could get with that money. Talk to me before you spend that on that fucking check. It's got bobbleheads. Was there any like kind crazy. of info on like what I that would, would give mean you parts of today's my body. inflation? Yeah, <laughs> today's dollars. What? I know everyone's huh? saying measly no, one thirty-five. Yeah, but one hundred thirty-five dollars <laughs> was a lot of money. Thirty-nine. In that was actually pretty cool. Yep, that was enough to buy an orphanage. <laughs> and what did they do with it? They wasted it. They gambled. I yeah. remember my they grandfather talking Vegas. about. They could have bought an orphanage and could saved a, a bunch of kids. And saved a bunch of kids, collected their urine, all and made their own virgin eggs. virgin orphan eggs. <laughs> virgin orphan eggs! Self-sustaining business. <laughs> Teach these kids uh, the value of a Actually, dollar. no. Teach you know, these when kids you think, the value of their pee. You know, you, you, 
<laughs> you think about it, Mike. Virgin, a virgin anything is not self-sustaining. Eventually, uh, eventually it's, it is yeah. going to die off. Lose sort it, of yeah. like the shakers. They're just eventually there's no more. Yeah. No, I was gonna. What I was trying That's... to say is like my, my. I remember my grandfather talking about when he was in service. They got paid like twenty, like twenty, twenty-one right. dollars a day. Yeah. And they only got their paycheck once a month. So, you know, and that's what they lived off. I mean, granted, there were some, you got some benefits to living on the base. And sure. 21 a day or a week? $21 a day. Uh, that's a pretty day? good. A day. Yeah. That's Fuck, I'll take that, that job was... now. <laughs> not, not an hour. Are you sure it was $21 a day? That, that, that's in, fi- in five days, they would have the rights to Superman. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But that, you know, military was one of the higher paying jobs I back then. I guess so. Wow, things have changed. Yeah, have they ever? A real live sequel to Dumb and Dumber is officially going to happen. Oh, jeez. With the original original Wait. actors playing the original parts, taking place at the correct amount of years since we first met them. Really? I'm okay with that. Peter, I love that yeah. first movie. Good yeah. God, I do too. Peter Farley, who wrote <laughs> who wrote the directed the 1994 original with his brother Bobby Farley. Fairly, fairly, fairly. Made the I'm fairly certain that's the pronunciation. <laughs> made the announcement that production is set to start as early as this September. Everyone is on board, save for love interest Lauren Holly, which no one gives a shit about. Yeah. Oh, whoa! Oh, slow down. <laughs> she's not going to do it though, because Jim Carrey and she used to be a thing. That's for right. A while. Yeah. And, and she's she's looking a little haggard right now. She's had whoa! some. Whoa. No, no. She's not had some bad up. plastic surgery. Wow. Yeah. And it's it, nothing yeah. you would put a ball gag into. Freak, so. freak show. Oh. <laughs> okay, who put the boy urine in in Jeff's cereal this morning? Because he is in a fucking mood. Can somebody break out some M&Ms or something? Wow! This is... Woo! I was relating a fact. Thank you very much. The fact Ooh, is that she is she no longer... Just like Lauren Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Oh, good. <laughs> Peter Farrelly confirmed this part of the deal, saying that Jim Carrey specifically said he would like to do a sequel as well as his partner in crime, Jeff Daniels. He also addressed the much-maligned prequel, Dumb and Dumberer, which he emphasized he had nothing to do with him. Quote, we did not do Dumb and Dumberer. That was a studio thing. We've always wanted to do a sequel, and finally Jim Carrey called up. Jeff Daniels always wanted to do it. We always wanted to do it. Jim was busy, but he called and said, we've got to do this thing again. He had just watched Dumb and Dumber and said, "This is the perfect sequel. Let's do it." I can get behind that. That I I'm with Paul. That, I'm was, that first movie was absolutely freaking well, and it's, hilarious. And it's right there. It's it's it's. This is the time. You know, uh, we got the American Pie remake coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's time. Remake? I thought it was well, a, not a remake. Uh, reunion, but, but the, it's but third, I mean it's it's the one with it's everybody. The third, it's, no, yeah. this is the fourth official sequel, right? I think the third they had one. Do you, do you count Bandcamp? That was straight to DVD. Yeah, I think it's the no, that, third no I wasn't one. counting Bandcamp. I was talking... Uh, I think it's the third real one. You had, I don't you know, had American, American Pie. Pie. American Pie 2. American, Pie two. And then American Wedding. Oh. oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this will be the fourth. Which American Wedding was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was I all was, right. I was, I was shocked. I was because I, When I saw it, I was like... Saw the ads for it, I'm like thinking, oh, this isn't going to be very good. But it was actually, it was actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as funny as the first one, but... But what do you do? How can you do it? Geek and Sundry is an all-new YouTube channel from the mind of Felicia Day. Think of it as a regular television network only devoted to geek stuff. 
Day spoke with USA Today about the launch. Quote, the channel is about people sharing their passions for things and learning from each other and growing because they found somebody who loves something just as much as they did. She wow, we do our thing. Nah, nah. No, nobody. You just basically did the, the whole freaking... Never mind. Geek <laughs> <laughs> and has a unique lineup of series. Go back and read that first sentence and tell me that does not jump into your head. Learning from each other while we do our thing. No. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Jeff. It's all our fault. <laughs> does, it, does it say learning from each other while we uh, do our read thing? Read the first I, I, line again. Allow me to. All right. The channel is about people sharing their passion for things. And learning from each other and growing because they found somebody who loves something just as much as they did. Nah, nah, nah. We're going to have a good time. See? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's Felicia Day. <laughs> I'm going to sit on your butt. <laughs> hey, Dad. Dad. Uh, uh, it turns out Mudfoot died in a, in a swamp. Uh, oh, hey, All right, Jeff. This is your fault. Hey, it's official. Dad. <laughs> Uh, you guys blame me for everything. I want to. It's wanna, always his fault. <laughs> who brought up Fat Albert? Yeah, who brought this back to this? You know Paul's triggers. No, I don't. <laughs> They're randomly chosen. His, his every triggers day. are just... innocuous to everyone but him. <laughs> you never know what's going to set him off. Fat Albert, you're like a phylum classification of a species. No class. Geek and Sundry has a unique lineup of series. There's, of course, Days Own the Guild, which is returning for its fifth season. You get it? That was the geeky version of the no-class joke from Fat Albert. <laughs> it's always funnier when you explain Fat it. Albert, Fat Albert, you're like... You're like a tire. Oh, shit. That's it. That's all there is to it. Fat Albert, you're like a tire. What do you mean I like roll around all the time? Nope, you just remind me of a tire. <laughs> you big fat thing. <laughs> Tabletop, hosted by Will Wheaton, and Will a Wheaton. rotating guest of guest stars playing board games, RPGs. Ooh. Sword and Laser, a show where Veronica Beltmont and Tom Merritt discuss mm. sci fi and fantasy literature. Veronica Beltmont. Sword and Laser. And a regular season, uh, series uh, featuring Dark Horse like Motion He-Man. Comics. A day will uh, also add her own weekly video blogging show, The Flog, and two other original series will premiere later the year. All right. I like it. I'm a big fan of Felicia Day. Who, who yeah. isn't? Yeah, true. She is such a sexy Dude, from redhead. Veronica Belmont's oh. hot business, too. God Ooh. damn. That's going to be a sexy channel. Yeah. yeah. A sexy will channel. Wheaton's there's, in it. There's <laughs> nothing like a sexy geek. With will Wheaton. No, no, yeah. No, no. yeah. This that, first episode of Tabletop, he has... Uh, Kim, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Jong Il, <laughs> Imahara from MythBusters. Oh, nice. Have a drink, everyone. Grant Imahara. Um, Grant. 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 Yeah. Okay. What? 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 <laughs> I thought you were saying Ken Grant. Jong. Grant. Grant Imahara Grant. from MythBusters. I thought you were going to say Ken Jong from. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I always, I always, Korea. I always think Com- Ken. Community. I couldn't think. Of I can't. The I can't name put of... Grant to to Imahara. Imahara. I can't put it. Grant Imahara. Oh, it's like, and, and that other guy on, on Ghostbusters. Um, Ghostbusters? Myth Busters. You can't put Yeah, fucking shit. Myth Busters. That totally throws me. Those guys, their names, I can't 
If you're on the toilet, what are you going to do? Call the call. Myth ghosters. <laughs> call the call. Who saw things? <laughs> what did happen? Get a ghost. Myth caller. Da, na, na. I ain't afraid I of no thing. It's all innocuous to me, Jeff. Da, na, na. Blowing up a mannequin. Da, na, na. Myth callers. Da, 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 da. Who you gonna myth? Call busting. Da, 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 da. Who you gonna myth? Call busting. Da, 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 da. Call busters. I like no that. Idea what Who the you gonna myth? Call door, busting. Door busters. Door busters. Oh, shit. Now we're yeah. Who's on sale? Door busters. Just cut his mic and continue. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're cutting Mike? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. Paul's not, talking too much. He's not, Slash. He's not my mic. <laughs> I've enjoyed your time. I'll miss you all. Some strange Farewell. rules of this game. <laughs> yeah. Clive, you don't talk enough. Paul will talk over you, and you will leave. Clive Barker. Legendary author of horror stories and director of horror films has announced on his website that he is currently in talks to bring his 1990 movie Nightbreed to the small screen. Who are you going to bark? Clive Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Clive Owen? What? (laughs) Based on his own 1988 novella, Cabal, the story follows a man named Boone who tries to escape the human world for a secret city of monsters, Midian. Well, that's after, a dumb idea. After finding out he's responsible for a series of killings. What? Yeah. So, so he's, he's a murderer and he leaves? That's you, what, what? You have to see the movie. Go on. Pussy. Keep going. Yeah. I have to see the yeah. movie. You don't know. You didn't see the movie. I didn't. <laughs> but he loves Clive Owen. I don't understand why he wouldn't. <laughs> In an interview Lord. posted on his website... The sensitivity of our culture has sort of caught up with Nightbreed. I don't wish to be immodest, but the general sense is that the movie failed because people didn't want to associate with the monster, and I think our culture has changed. I think our culture is now ready to embrace the ambiguity. And regarding aberrant movies, I can't say very much now for right now, but people involved are very committed to what they're doing. We're in active negotiations to make several aberrant movies. And I think people will be delighted to hear that the people we're talking to are people who are good at making these kind of movies. Very large scale, very expensive, and very visual. And boy, Aberat is going to be, I think, a very different kind of movie. Certainly one of those... Certainly one thing they have is several hundred pictures as points of reference. These people are good at making these kinds of movies, and it isn't Disney. Unquote. Uh, oh my. Yeah. Didn't Clive Barker just... He he was the one a few months back that had like uh, uh, some heart issues. No, no, he he got some teeth work done and it yeah and it that's what it was almost Kept, killed him. Yeah, almost, almost killed him. Kill, yeah. Almost killed him and then he came out of that like I have seen the abyss and <clears throat> yeah and sorry I'm, I'm getting I'm getting back to work now yeah yeah. Uh, Anchorman is coming back. Yes, I did see this. The announcement was made by Will Ferrell in character as the titular Anchorman Rodden Burgundy on Conan. As of 0900 Mountain Time, Paramount Pictures and myself, Ronald Joseph Aaron Burgundy, have come to terms on a sequel to Anchorman. It is official. There will be a sequel to Anchorman. Unquote. No word yet on who will return from the cast. Who is definitely returning is the production team Judd Apatow's company will produce, along with Farrell and Adam McKay, who directed and co-wrote the first movie with Farrell. He will also direct and write the sequel. I hope they get Carell back. I love Lamp. Yeah. I love lamp. I killed someone. I know with a trident. Know this. <laughs> I ate a uh, candle. 
Did you, did you eat a candle? British actress Jenna Louise Coleman has been chosen as the Doctor's new companion yeah, for her first appearance this. coming out just as the show winds up its landmark 50th anniversary. Paul is now doing the... Uh, I wax himself have off. tried so many times to get into Doctor Who. It cannot hold my attention for five fucking minutes anymore. Not, nothing can hold your attention for five minutes. Uh, Bobbleheads. Regular good. show. <laughs> regular show and bobbleheads. That five, regular show, Luther. Okay, you liked Star the first Trek? season. He-Man. You liked the first. He-Man the, really doesn't hold my attention very well. The first. <laughs> it's, good back, it's good background noise, the cartoons, but they don't really hold your attention. The figures I love. The figures I love. Yeah, no, but that, that's why I'm, I'm just. You liked the Eccleston season. You gave up on the Tenant season before it even had a chance to get good. It's true. I did. I mean, because Tenant is like the most popular doctor yeah, I know since that. Tom Baker right I know now. That's what they say. I'll I'll try again before it's over. It man, really Matt will Smith draw you a, in if you give it enough time. Yeah. They have a budget now. And- I like Matt Smith, too. I think he's a cool actor. Whatever. <laughs> Speaking of Doctor Who, my buddy Malin got to go to the official Doctor Who con in London. Yeah. Oh my God! Some of the pictures he sent me just ridiculous. And like, he, he, I, I sent him a message on Facebook because he was in London at the time, and I'm like, "You lucky dog! I would love to be there." And he goes, "Oh wait, tomorrow's the grand finale. More <clears> to come." And I'm like, "Oh boy!" He actually <clears> got <throat> to go on the set of Damn the Matt nice. Smith Doctor TARDIS. And not cool. only got to go on the set, but got to play with, with the like the consoles and stuff. Oh. He has pictures of himself turning cranks, pulling knobs, and you know d- dials oh, and buzzers. Paul's got going pictures going of I've himself. I've got shoeboxes full of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> turning, I've been pulling cranks and turning knobs and dials and knobs don't count. <laughs> oh, they do, my friend. I'm jealous. They are but worn yeah, out and rusty. Happy, happy <laughs> for him that he got to go to that, but super jealous. Yeah, super jealous. I actually lost my uh, Sonic screwdriver. Where? Oh, but no, just give it, yeah, it's, yeah, just a little bit of fiber in a couple of days. It'll be all right. <laughs> Amazon Prime's Amazon Instant Video Pack-In is now a little more a threat to the services like Netflix. Optimus Prime uh, versus Amazon Prime. Yep. Packing it in. Yep. Today, we will fight. One will fall. One will stand. One will have a gold box deal. <laughs> Amazon. One will eat my butt. Amazon. One will be a transforming robot. One shall discount. One shall pay full retail. Amazon Instant Video is now available on the PS3. And One by shall stream. One shall watch on DVD. Your TV. If you got Prime... And- who doesn't? <laughs> and, and you want to get things going, all you have to do is hop on your PS3, download the app, and go. All you have to do is roll out, Autobots. Roll Peter out. Peter Collins going to come through that door and just punch you in the back of the head. Bring it on. <laughs> He's a sissy lady. With console support, Amazon Instant Video seems like more of a direct competitor to Netflix. And by going with PS3 instead of Xbox, they save viewers the cost of an Xbox Live subscription. While this is a little late to the game for any streaming services to be to coming to consoles, it's understandable in Amazon's video's case, considering it's not much so much of a service as a bolt-on or a bonus. Amazon Prime membership is mainly about the two-day free shipping. I also was the voice for Bolt-On, Defender <laughs> of the Universe. Capcom. <laughs> Capcom <clears throat> recently released Street Fighter X Tekken. 
Fighting game, which is a mashup of Street Fighter and Tekken characters. Good times. As with most modern-day games, the game released with downloadable content. However, it wasn't just day one DLC, a general scourge in its own right, but the DLC was actually located on the game's retail disc itself. There was no day one DLC aside from the pack-in with the collector's edition. Okay. There is still no DLC available for this game. Oh, but there is, sir. No. Well, not Only not, not hackers. Available. Not available to buy. It's coming. Yeah. As well, my guess, a portion of the game's fans took issues with this. Some fans took the issue with this. So far, they filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau regarding Capcom's tactics. Capcom actually responded to the complaint, uh, which Cinema Blend reports, quote, At Capcom, we value our customers and make every effort to resolve customer complaints. We are sorry to hear that Censored was so disappointed with the Street Fighter X Tekken game and would like to respond to his complaints. SFXT has an enormous amount of content, fully developed and available for play and enjoyment immediately on disc. Given the 38 characters available for full play, as well as multiple play modes, SFXT provides great value for all players from day one. While Capcom is sorry that some of its fans are not happy about the chosen method of delivery for DLC, we believe that this method will provide more flexible and efficient (coughs) gameplay throughout the game's life cycle. There is effectively no distinction between DLC being locked behind the disc and available for unlocking at a later date, or being available for full download at a later date, other than delivery mechanism. By Capcom's response, whether or not they actually believe it, they are certainly stating that locked content stored on the disc that requires some sort of downloadable key to unlock is no different than separate content that could not be stored on the disc that you had purchased. So, It's a weird thing, but I don't really have a problem with it. The company's trying to make money. That's what they do. I wish they would... Like, sell you a version out the box. Be like, here, you want everything? You pay this premium price, and you've got it right out the gate. Oh, I don't know. I think that's that would be a really bad precedent. Well, if but you, that's if what... You, if you here, spend... Here's... Spend 80 bucks for everything unlocked. Yeah. Or here's the same disc with the same stuff on it. You just can't access everything because you didn't pay that extra 20. Yeah. That's that's yeah, bad no. dickish behavior. But that's, that's what it is. <clears throat> that's exactly what it is. That's what it is right now. I yeah, know. But, um, but, but doing that... Yeah. Would be even worse. It's not great, but uh, I don't know. They got to make a profit. They're they make well. Awesome let, let me put it games. another way, Paul. You buy a brand new car, and there's a locked box around your car stereo. You already own the car. You own the stereo, but you have to pay them extra to unlock that glass box around the stereo so that you can listen to your music on the road. Yeah, that's. I know it's it's kind of shitty, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like. I understand DLC. I like adding yeah. stuff on DL- there. Add-ons yeah. I have no problem but, with, but however, don't put it on the disc. But the reason they put it on the disc is so when certain people get the DLC, even if certain people don't have it, the com- there are no compatibility issues because these these fighting games especially are all about online combat. Mm-hmm. And so if you boot up a disc and you want the chance to be able to find another partner to play against, you've got to be able to smoothly integrate those two programs and if one has that's like with saints the second saints row had that Mm -hmm. problem if you downloaded extra content packs you could no longer play with your friends who hadn't downloaded those extra content packs now they fix that in the future when there are these like for mortal Kombat and Mm -hmm. for saints Row, there are like these viewer packs yeah so you download the viewer pack for free if you don't want the dlc right you can still interact and play with your friends who have the dlc so there is that fix so this is an archaic problem there is that fix but at the same time 
it is still not as good of a fix as having it on the disc. I don't know. I don't know. I'm defending the devil because I because <laughs> because I love the shit Capcom makes, and I think I don't know. It's hard because I'm watching right now on the SRK website. Um, you know, the, the NorCal regionals just went down, mm-hmm. and this is the fighting game uh, <clears throat> things, and these guys are jamming. I mean, now there's a tight relationship between these cats and Capcom, but they're jamming on this on Street Fighter Four mm-hmm. uh, Special Edition Arcade Edition. But this is a three year old game, four year old game, and they're still, you know, guys are still just getting mega value out of this game. Yeah, you know, these guys still play Street Fighter Two for fuck's sake. Capcom got to make a dollar. I don't know. I don't know. I've spent tons of fucking money on Capcom. I'm a sucker for them. Sucker for Udon. I don't know what the what the thing is. I don't know what the what the I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. What is, what is your solution? Uh, I like the idea of actual downloadable content, not something that's already locked into the game itself. If it's already on the disc, let I, me play I, it. Why, yeah. Why wouldn't you let me play it? It's right there. Yeah. yeah and, and if you want to add characters down the line to add value to the game to extend its life, mm-hmm. I get that. However, if you're extending its life by opening up things that were there anyway. There's where I have the issue. It's also a justification for the company to, well, I just, I, it's it's a way for them to justify what they charge for the games because if they add that stuff, if it's already on the disc, it actually costs them more to manufacture a disc with all the content on it than it does to just package it with the game and then to have the downloadable content e- later on because the downloadable content is much cheaper for them to... Put out, which is why it's it's Just, less it, of a. It's part of the development cycle. Yeah. Most downloadable content is created after the development. Yeah, cycle. exactly. So you know, for them saying, well, you know, here's here's the price of the disc, you know, and we have to charge this much because it costs us as much to produce this disc. It's like, well, but if huh. it's content that I'm not going to download or download the code to access, why am I paying this much money for a disc of stuff that I'm not going to use? Yeah, fuck you and your codes. I bought the disc. I want access to all my shit yeah. on my disc. Absolutely. Exactly. DLC should happen, you know, a, a couple months down the road. Not like Mass Effect had the same thing where as soon as I bought the game, they were trying to sell me DLC. And I'm like, I just spent 60 bucks on this game and you're telling me you did a little extra work on it at the same time, but you're not going to give that to me? Mm-hmm. You feel cheated. You feel cheated by it. And there's also the problem that, you know, all you really physically own is that piece of plastic. Yeah. You don't own the software that's on it. You've spent yeah. 60 bucks to basically buy a license to use what's on that piece of plastic. And let's face it, they're still f- trying to figure out DLC. What works, yeah. what doesn't, what's an asshole-ish thing to do, and what's good for the customer, what's yeah. going to make the customer mad. It's not going to get any better as we go forward. We're going to have less and less good deals as gamers. I think 360 might be my last console for a while. Well, and given the, the distribution numbers it, that they God. came up mm-hmm. with um, for Steam and uh, what's the other big uh, direct download? Origin? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I call it big, but it's getting there. Their profit margin on direct download is, way is huge yeah. compared to what yeah. they have on there. And there's a lot more people adopting direct download especially for PCs, than to go oh, yeah. out and buy the well, physical DVD ROMs. I really hope that that, so, that that Valve console happens. They're tapering off their uh, physical Valve's production. officially said they're not doing it, but Ooh. official words have always come out the other I way. I hope before, they so do it, man. Possible. God, it'd be awesome. 
because uh, I don't we'll I don't like PC gaming, but I will play a dedicated console that downloads PC style games. Well, you know, the original Xbox was predicated on that. People yeah. DVD ROMs or CD ROMs, people bought those and you know they pop it in the computer and they're like, oh my god, I've got to have this, I've got to have that. The whole um, genesis of the original Xbox was to have essentially a PC that required no extra downloading, no you know mm-hmm. upgrades in hardware. You could <laughs> buy it, this, the, the CD-ROM at the store, pop yeah. it in and play it. And yeah. then Microsoft, um, when the guys that developed it for said saw that they're like, oh hey, well we can make our own competitive game console and. You know, it went by the wayside. But it's I just read interesting that, that you mentioned that. Pretty cool. They're bringing it in. They're explaining it to Gates. And Gates is like, wait a minute. You're saying this is not going to be able to play computer games? And they're like, Bill, Bill, whoa, no. <laughs> listen, listen. This is what we're thinking. They sold them on it. Yeah. <clears throat> Good thing, too. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. It's, it's all right. Because num- I, I appreciate not right having to upgrade my hardware or, you know, download stuff you or You do anything. have to download a bunch of shit, but you don't have to get in there and tinker with soldering irons Oh, and shit. yeah, I know. I know. You know what I mean? I, I'm with you, Paul. I hate playing games on the computer. Yeah. I hate it. Because there's so many little finicky there's little bullshit stuff. There's tons of games I don't to, play because yeah. I just will not do that. Yeah. I got no time to optimize my system. I got ju- I got a minute amount of time to play games. Diablo and 3. I want to just sit down and fucking play. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Diablo 3. No, fuck Diablo. No, Diablo 3. You can Ooh, fuck me anytime. Whoa, I don't whoa. like those games. Yeah. Bring it. Do not. I'm not right. a little well, guy. Well, let's record that and post uh, it. But I'm not an RPG head. <laughs> we'll See, now, I'm a big fan of Diablo 3, but I can't get behind your argument either. Um, let's what, get fucked by Diablo 3? Yeah. I'm not, not, I'm That's not a, a solid lover. It, wow. Um, the box is really big. Uh, <laughs> not, if you d- not if you do a direct not, download. Oh, uh, well. There you go. Let Diablo 3 direct download right to you, Mike. Come on. It might be a little smoother that way. All right. Well, every but week we only see if the, I put a scorpion. Turn your on head to first. the side and think of the strap. <laughs> oh, the strap is painful. That's a look of contentment on Paul. <laughs> He's happy. <strap. laughs> well, every week it seems like somebody in dumb and le- legislature is trying to do something. This oh, might actually uh, might be a winner, but hey, it comes out of Arizona, so you know it's a good. Uh, Man, those crazy people. Uh, legislators in Arizona want to, and they think they can. Outlaw obscene, lewd, or profane language on the internet, punishable, punishable by a two hundred. I quit. <laughs> punishable by a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. Oh, suck my dick! If you're listening to us in Arizona, please stop. <laughs> suck my forever dick. Damn, we just lost our Arizona listener, <laughs> and up to six months in jail. Oh my God! What? Well, th- what? I guess it won't be your dick that's getting sucked, Paul. I mean, it's, it's mostly retirees no, in Arizona. Trust me. Everybody there would be my bitches. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. Well, now we know how the robot. <laughs> now we know how the robot got to jail. Paul, Paul has literally left the room. Yeah, yeah left the room on that off. one. Yeah, Paul has left the mayor. building, ladies to, uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> to I assume defecate on Arizona in some way in, in your bathroom in my bathroom great bathroom. Not take in, this Arizona and oh. not just in effigy like literally he's yeah, doing that effigy. right now <laughs> unless the toilet well, save in that in there we have some eggs well I guess yeah. technically <laughs> no no virgin the water does get clean <laughs> oh, holy shit oh he's not around wow oh, that's not the fair. water does get uh, cleaned and pumped back to Lake Mead, which shares a border with Arizona. So oh my technically, Lord. are you seeing where to blame because we made their water bad? No, Arizona <laughs> sells their water to us. So oh, that's so, true. so they're to blame. Yeah, they're well. Uh. So anyway, 
All right, this the how abs- are they enforcing this? Uh, Todd? The absolutely insane bill is Arizona House Bill twenty five forty nine, which has somehow already passed through both legislative houses. What the fuck is happening? Relatively unscathed, and is just oh waiting for the signature God. from Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. Oh, that bitch. The classification of obscene language on the internet will be a class one misdemeanor, according to the bill. If passed, quote, it is unlawful. For any person with intent to terrify, intimidate, threaten, harass, annoy, or offend... Oh, my God. ...to use any electronic or digital device and use any obscene, lewd, or profane language, or suggest any <sighs> lewd or lascivious act, or threaten to inflict physical harm to the person or property of any person, unquote. In other words, theater, drama... Fiction, the ugly couch show, creativity, ugly couch show, everything is outlawed. Geek shock. Geek shock. Fuck Geek shock. these fucks. Now this is a dangerously vague censorship law in Good Euro. Christ. Uh, then pretty much seems to argue that your First Amendment is not applicable to oh the internet. Oh my God. Now the words terrify, intimidate, threaten, and even harass all seem moderately sane and from an anti-bullying, anti-stalking yeah, perspective. Yeah, but so but, what? Yeah, oh, is that what this is? Is but, that what the groundwork oh, is? Oh no, no. This? But it's annoy and offend. That they go completely off the rails. It is a state law, so it shouldn't apply to the rest of us. But could it? the internet because is it a notoriously through, yeah. hazy place, mostly in the sense that it's not actually a place. The bill has a solution for that, too. Quote, any offense committed by use of an electronic or digital device, device as set forth in this section is deemed to have been committed at either the place where the communications originated or at the place where the communications were received. Hilarious. So you can get either. double fine. It says fine. either. Yeah, you can yeah. get double fine. So you best be ca- careful writing anything that might be read in Arizona. What a bunch of ass. Man. What a bunch of ass. I want to sprinkle Arizona, my pearly drops you know of outrage over all their faces. Didn't, okay. Hey, if, <laughs> if, if Arizona wants to become an internet blackout zone, so be it. Watch them lose all their people. Everyone will leave. Their economy will be in shambles. Let the retards and Luddites go flock to that fucking shithole ass. Yeah. All right. So two things here. Number one, didn't they not long ago at the federal level state that speech on the internet is protected under the First Amendment? That it is still free speech? Arizona don't care. No, no, no. But see, federal law trumps state law. Yeah, yeah. This is just time-wasting garbage to justify. it is. Employment for these and number fucking two, people who don't do it. By their own law, they don't do a goddamn risk thing. for the mill. Jan Brewer offends me, so why isn't she being arrested? Yeah, the really. fact that this, the fact <laughs> that Find this, her. that's offensive. The arrest fact that her. this exists, it's just mind-boggling. These yes. motherfuckers don't do anything. They, they don't, don't, they don't do under, anything. They don't understand how shit works. All, well, all, all they do is sit around all day and go, "How can we destroy the Constitution? How can we take away the freedoms of individuals? Conservative retirees. How can we take away the freedoms of individuals?" They don't need to be saying potty mouth stuff. A lot of retirees tend to be... Fuck them all. Fuck them in the neck. (laughs) Fuck them all. Fuck them all. (laughs) Fuck them. That was a good Ethel Merman. Uh, Fuck them. God damn. So this is another... Okay, so... This Florida goes exactly and Arizona, two places uh, I will never live. So Mindless Self-Indulgence, one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Urine is providing music and voice work. <laughs> and for, eggs. 10-year-old kids. For, 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 yeah. For, for uh, eggs. For Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, okay. Not, yeah. not for and eggs. And so yeah. I straight up pre-ordered that game for the simple reason that Jimmy Urine's profanity-laced awesomeness 
is stuck on that game. I'm putting my money where my mouth is Where when this kind of stuff is involved. I want that game to be a big hit, and I will support profane and outrageous art anytime I can because, God damn it, that's what we got to do to keep this planet sane. We are allowed to do it. We are allowed to do it. We are not harming anyone. Creative expression is not harmful. Filth and 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 grotesquerie is not harmful unless it is driven by malice and harming another person. But it can't. But words and images can't do that. Images generated by art. Yes, the 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 actual videoing of pain on some other person that could be detrimental. But God damn it. <laughs> You're gonna be offended in life. Stop trying to live in a bubble. Learn to let go of your things that get you upset. The oh. fact that people are offended offends you, right? If something upsets yes, you, actually. set it free. <laughs> well, really, like if something upsets you, Turn the channel. Ignore it. Yeah. It's like George don't Carlin said it. years yeah, ago. Move it's on. Like, is anybody aware that there are two knobs on the radio? Why don't you go looking One for something? One changes the channel yeah. and the knobs. other turns it the fuck off. Why don't you mm. go looking for something that you like? That's what I that's what no. that's what gets me down. Go investigate good things. Go look for things that bring you light and happiness. For some people like me, rage-filled swear word songs are that. <laughs> go find what brings you joy and then put put money for it. But, man, don't go ha- don't harsh on other people's shit. Parade, yeah. 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 Well, is it hurting is you? Is it causing mm-hmm. you harm? No. Well, that's just it. A lot of this comes from people that they listen to telling them what to be raged about. Yeah. It comes from various news channels or various mm. talk shows. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. did you know this is happening? Well, what? you should be mad about it. Yeah. How dare that occur? You have to remember, like I said, Arizona is filled with a lot of... Ignorant people. I was going to say conservative retirees who have nothing to do with their time. (laughs) Ignorant people. Well, yes. And you are not wrong in that. But I'm talking about conservative retirees who have nothing to do with their time, but look around and see things that they hate or they're paranoid or fearful of. Yeah, yeah. And so they they have nothing but time to go talk to their... Representative yeah. or state well, senators and say, "That's why scares me. This scares me. There should be a law." That's why every political rally is held in a bunch of senior citizens' homes and AARP meeting you lodges think? and all that shit because these are the only people that have the time and inclination to give a damn about the political process. And that's why things are so fucked up. I mean, but it's but it's weird because now we are getting to a point where there is a larger, older population. So they are going to have to start to truly kowtow to a lot of these people's demands and wants and needs. Which will serve us down the road, hopefully, to a degree, because the boomers are finally coming into their own. Mm-hmm. And my my deepest heart's hope is that these guys don't play by the same rules and still remember a little bit about the 60s and can go, oh, okay, yeah, let's not have all the bullshit. But who knows, man? Mm-hmm. Who fucking knows? Anyway, we'll come off of our pulpit here. What else we got? (laughs) With their net income projections for the fiscal year ending March 31st slashed by almost 50%, Sega has announced some stiff reductions across the board of its Western operations. Both the company's EU and U.S. offices are expected to take heavy, if yet undetermined, losses in efforts to create a smaller company positioned for sustained profitability. Only the Aliens, Football Manager, Total War, and Sonic franchises have been declared immune from cancellation. All other IP owned by Sega is reportedly at risk. 
Yeah, let's let's keep making those Sonic games. <laughs> Yawn. Although Sonic Racers is fun. I did bought that for twenty. That's a good game. It's one for, for ten. For twenty, it's a good game. Yes. Did you see that robot chicken one where they put the freaking uh, spike strip on the when cops with caught. the spike strip? Oh, and Sonic oh, is rolling it there, and it. zooming through him. Awesome. Anonymous developers have reported that though the Wii U will finally be a Nintendo console Wii capable U. of delivering <laughs> HD graphics, the console itself can't match the graphical power of the PlayStation Three and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. The point of contention being, of course, that the Wii U is a next-gen console and won't be as graphically as powerful as the consoles that will be considered last-gen when the Wii U releases. They I don't thought care. they were spending all this no, money I don't, on they don't care. They don't processor. care. They've got a business model that works. Mm-hmm. They make a cheap console that makes profit when you sell the console, and then they keep making money from there out. They know what they're doing. More than one developer, from different development companies no less, anonymously told Game Industry International that quite simply the Wii U isn't graphically powerful as current-gen PS3 and Xbox 360, quote, The graphics are just not as powerful. There aren't as many shaders. It's not as compatible. It's not as capable. Sure, some things are better, mostly as a result of being more modern design, but overall the Wii U just can't quite keep up. And yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's going to be a different way of playing games. But I really wonder what the price point of this thing is going to be, with its, uh, especially with that controller. Three bones at least. Well, at least. Yeah, because it's, it's going to be 200 for the system, and that controller is like an, uh, 100 and yeah. on its own. Which is sad, because it, it'd be nice to have a system like that with four of those controllers, because that'd be really cool. But it's acting like that one might be the only one you need, or the only one that'll work. I don't know. Who knows if it's going to work? Nintendo does crazy shit, and That's sometimes true. it pans out, yeah. and sometimes well, it goes. The 3DS hell. is officially a success. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I'm just waiting for the remodel. When they do the remodel with the two sticks, I will buy that day of or very close to it if I got the cash because I want to play Mario Land 3D and 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 Star Fox 64, which is my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time. I have like three copies of that game. Love that game. Nice. Well, in the last few months, we've seen an incredible influx in the sales of tablets and ebook readers. And now, a report from the Association of American Publishers says that those devices were put to good use with enormous increases in ebook sales across the board. Most of these sales were concentrated in the children's young adult category. That's uh, Kirsten's favorite. (laughs) With a whopping 475% increase over last year. Wow. The information in the AAP report, which this month presents data from 11, oh, sorry, that's 1,149 publishers, suggests that co- uh, consumers might finally be warming up to the idea of reading digital books. Now, to be fair, the result shows a remarkably good month for publishers in all categories, with increases in nearly every category, though none so dramatic as in ebook sales, so even paper sales are higher. The report suggests that part of the reason is unusually high numbers comes from the demise of Borders Booksellers Chain. In an unusual and antiquated uh, quirk of the publishing industry, booksellers can usually return unsold books to publishers for a refund. With Borders gone, there was likely a sharp drop in those returns and corresponding to an increase in revenue. In their coverage of the figures, VentureBeat points out that from December 2011 to January 2012, tablet and e-reader ownership went up from 10% to nearly 30%. And AAP report also showed that the only notable drop outside of religious texts was in the pulpy mass-market paper books for adults, which lost 22.5% since last year. The next largest increase after e-books was in hardcover books. It's such a, it's, yeah, it's one of those fine lines. I mean, I I really do like the tactile 
experience of reading like a comic book or a mm -hmm. or a novel, you know, both. You physically both. holding it. But uh, that's what I was getting at. But yeah. I really do like the convenience of the ebook. I mean, all of the you know words are there the same as you know on the printed page. It was an article, and I can today, carry it with me. Article easier. today in. Uh on Destructoid about a guy who was kind of like saying goodbye to his comic shops uh, because he's not going to go very often because he's going to be buying his weeklies online now. He's going to be getting pretty much every of one of his uh, single-issue stuff digitally. Well, it saves you some goddamn gas. It totally saves you gas. <laughs> saves, totally you saves you gas. You time. And if you've got but, a decent screen on your tablet, yeah, and he's going to be beautiful you know, colors. He's only going to be uh, then going, going forward buying, you know, trades of stuff that he really likes. Right. But... You know, and he even mentioned in the article, you're going to lose that friendly guy that points you in the right direction of a new book, which I just took advantage of just a couple weeks ago. You know, you ask a clerk, hey, what's yeah. good? You know, I've been out out the game for a little bit. Point me at something that's really rocking. And give me a first issue thing, trade that I can really, you know. Sink and my and that's into. how stores are surviving right now. That's Ralph it. is a success because he's very good at cluing into his customers, syncing up with you, figuring out what you like, talking well, about it. And he knows the wide spectrum of the field. Yep. And he developed that because that's what stores needed after the 93 collapse. What do you call that? Uh, it's a you know, boutique kind of sure. shop. You know what yeah. I mean? It's mm -hmm. got that, it's, it's a very, you know, right. very customer service oriented. And that's what I pay for. And But on top of it, I save money at Ralph's because if you're in his club, you get 10% off your books. Yeah. So, you know, hmm. he's got he's got lots of incentives. And he's starting to carry goofy stuff now, which I love. He is stocking that store with, Swag. He's starting ah. to see the light. Action figures and bullshit. If you market it right, can can get oh, you yeah. some money. And because uh, I've always Cos that's, yeah, that's the problem. There's, there's other way. there's other shops, and I'm like, because I want to give Ralph as much business as I can, but there are other shops that carry action figures and shit, and I gotta go spend my money there because he just doesn't have it. So now, I like that he's carrying more stuff. It's the really same fun. thing is like with Barnes and Noble and Borders. You know where they unsold copies get sent back to the publisher for a refund i know they used to do that with comics do they still do that with uh, unsold no, comics they, in fact that's uh, diamond stopped that a long time ago is my understanding and that's that kind of what filled in all the back issue boxes okay they, because they wouldn't take them back so that's why they only buy so many comics and comics run out because gotcha. when a uh, run hits there's no more that they bought okay because they yeah, only so they want have. maybe one or two if that left over speaking of this before i forget uh yeah, i am Counting on you guys to help me out. My brother's wedding is Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to be gone and out of town. And it turns out that that goddamn Saturday is actually free comic book day this year. So I need you to get me a copy of the Bongo release and then whatever else you can grab. But I got to have one? the Simpsons one because I have that one you from every, every free comic book day. Yeah. So if you I was can at least get me that. kind of disappointed in free comic book day last year. But uh well, I mean, I went the to four different stores yeah, last year. It depends year where you go, because Oasis had a friggin' party. Yeah, if you really? go to if you go to three or four different stores, and I, I mean, I, I cruised yeah. all over town. Well, like I went to Alternate year. Reality, and great. Ralph had stuff from like yeah, the previous year or something like last that. Last year was, was actually an pretty awesome cool, time because like, I had my weekends off, and it was just like whee. I just meant like the actual <laughs> stuff that they were offering from the current lineup, like the new free comic book day stuff was. Was a little disappointing. Well, but, yeah, it, it wasn't. But the well, stuff that he was giving away on his own. This year's going to be crazy because of all that Avengers hype and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be pretty crazy. Cross. So anyway, right. I'm going to see if I can't maybe even, because he's getting married that day. <laughs> I might. <I'm, laughs> 
I really want to waggle. I won't be able to go do it, buy though. one of the stores in that area before you I go can't. to the wedding. This is what you need to be the limousine driver. I can't do it. I'm and not going to be just, able to get away. We'll just, see. You just no, no. You just take the couple with you. Are you in the <laughs> wedding? Are you like? <laughs> are you in the the party no, or something? No, I'm not. No. Then what? Why? I might escape. Yeah, we'll see. I got lost. Yeah. Wow. Ceremony is fine. The place my Ceremonies GPS took me to the wrong place. Ceremony is the least important thing to me. But the there whole... was this comic book shop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Paula makes also a point about the the store hopping. Fact check: Andy actually does the milk and cookie run, where he and his oh. kids they 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 actually bring milk and cookies to. I think every store that does free comic book day in the Vegas area. Nice. And they just house. they just house. start at the late morning and then they run through the afternoon and do their circuit round. So. Freaking brilliant! Kind of weird. Given back. Well, that's Santa it too. Claus. And I yeah. spent, I spent a fuck ton of money last free comic book day. Yeah, well, they, they know what to do. That's doing. the whole that's reason it. behind yeah. it. So that's it's a loss it leader. Works. It works. They're giving I away a free that. comic, hoping that you'll yeah. stick around and find something you like and pay for it. I had a really good time, and I didn't have any money then, so it was a good time. There's usually sales. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he's been played by Sean Connery. He's been the star of movies since 1919. Who hasn't been played by Sean Connery? That fool played me for a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> and novels. I promise I'll only use the tip. Imaginally, your mother's a whore. <laughs> and so are you, you rosy-ass Fuck, bastard. <laughs> I'll take S-words. Swords for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and novels dating back to 1885, and he was a formative influence on George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, archaeologist Indiana Jones. And now he's getting a chance to shine on television for the first time. Alan Quartermain will really? get another shot at the spotlight thanks to a pair of foreign production companies. Let it go. Sonar Entertainment. No one cares. At Ecos Films. They're planning a 10-episode, $30 million first season. Oh, they like to throw away money. Wow. To star the British adventurer in the wilds of darkest Africa. Ah, oh, great. According to... Boom! Oh, God. Stuart Paul Till. hates that racist tribe. It's so dumb. It's going to be dumb. <laughs> Quote, I read all the books as a child. It was something that many Brits have grown up with. Yeah, here comes Mabuku to put you in this fucking uh, cannibal stew. It's also <laughs> the kind of high-concept adventure that broadcasters are looking for. Yeah, yeah, high-concept adventure. Here comes Mabuku to put you in his cannibal stew. <laughs> I've seen this high-concept shit since 80. I get, if, if there is a cannibal king... Fuck that stupid show. There are many British male actors in their early 30s who could play the rugged adventurer. Oh, boo. It is an exotic setting with lost tribes and yeah. treasures. Yeah, and <laughs> lost Af tribes. And African and superstitions and big adventures. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's got everything. And bigoted adventures, did you say? <laughs> What's that? It's, the, it's like Resident Evil 4. Or 5, I mean. It's segments of Resident Evil 5 where the fucking Zulu warrior nation comes at you. Oh, God. You mean level one? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but then they get to fucking tribal skirts and the and the shields and shit. It gets ridiculous. Just straight up jigaboos coming out of the ground. It's awful. Wow. <laughs> Jesus right, Christ. Bottle, ladies and it's gentlemen. It's the worst. It's the worst. I hate that shit. It's lowest common denominator garbage. It's a throwback to the 40s and 50s. We don't need it. If they made Alan Quartermain black, I'm down. But I don't net need Not, again a Idris rehash. Alba? Of, you want Idris Alba? Oh, look at uh, yeah, yes. If Alan they Quartermain? made Idris Alba, Quarter, Alan Quartermain, Alba could do fucking anything. awesome. And then have the uh, African types be white cannibals? <gasps> no, he goes to the Tutenberg Forest in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> he 
fights Vikings. Great. I there you it. go. <laughs> Alan Quartermain and the Lost Vikings. Whatever. But just I think we script. got an ugly couch movie. There. Actually, yeah. man, that'd be a that'd be Alan Quartermain as a black guy doing some really cool. That'd be really cool. Why not? Yeah. Well, anybody's better than Richard Chamberlain. Jesus Christ. Anybody ever see <laughs> King Solomon's Mind? Awful. Terrible. And what happens in that movie? Sharon Stone's in that. Here like, comes Mugu putting you in the fucking kettle. Right. Oh, get some more carrots. Buh, 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 buh. <laughs> I know. You're going to smell great. But if we do the reverse <laughs> idea, we could have, you know, the Vikings do blood eagles on everybody and just ripping, yeah, ripping out their lungs and... Yeah, no cannibal stew there. Cannibal stew, it's just done. It's been done to death. Especially the cannibals, they've done it. Yeah. Jungle Hunt, for fuck's sake, is the Alan Quartermain game. <laughs> jungle Hunt, wow. I love Jungle Thanks Hunt. Thanks for bringing me back to that. That's a great game. Yeah, it is a good game. Uh, after helping AMC's The Walking Dead, one of the biggest shows ever... Uh, producer Gail Ann Hurd is bringing another dark comic property to the small screen. She's developing the graphic novel Occult Crimes Tax- Task Force, co-created by Rosario Dawson as a cable series Ooh. on A&E. Hmm. The show will be called OCT and will follow officers of NYPD's Occult Crimes Division as they investigate incidences involving black magic and other wicked voodoo. Neat. The task force will face off with a demon group hell-bent on taking over Manhattan. Dawson will likely produce and star in the series, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The project was initially being developed as a feature film, but once that fell through, work on the television adaptation began. See, this is what uh, McFarlane should have jumped on years ago and really got... I think they they tried and they failed to get a Sam and Twitch serial going. Because that's what it was. Did you Mm -hmm. read that? that, uh, I didn't read it, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, Sam and Twitch are the cops in Spawn's universe. And they're really great characters on their own. Mm-hmm. And their, their their book was one of the first breakout pieces for Bendis as well. I don't okay. think uh, McFarlane realized he was handing uh, a match to a uh, bottle of kerosene there. And he totally did. I mean, that, that Udaku uh, series, was uh, it just took off the, the fucking first run. It was so good. Bendis had so much success on Sam and Twitch that McFarlane took the book away from him and started doing it himself. And it's just like, dude, bring it back to me. It was bring it back so, to me. Yeah, it was like, buddy, come on. It's not. It's not you. It's Bendis. Bendis is that fucking good. It's not yeah. your characters. It's not the strength of Sam and Twitch by themselves. Yes, they're wonderfully interesting archetypal uh, creations, but in the hands of Bendis, they became something much more and they were really good. That's a really great series. If you get a chance to read the first, uh, I think it's the first 11 issues or so of Sam and Twitch, really good stuff. Well, the time is right now though. I mean, years ago, it wouldn't have probably taken off, but I mean, if they, if he had thought about doing it now, because with AMC, it's Kolchak though. Kolchak's coming back too. No, I'm just talking about the, the environment being ready for it. You know, with with HBO, Showtime, yeah, 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 yeah. And there are AMC, places you know, that don't take a risk. The places on it. that are willing to take risks on those yeah. types of properties yeah. and do them, but not only do them, but do them well, yeah. take that chance. Because he had some success with that Spawn cartoon, but that thing just never was quite right. Because network television isn't right. taking those. Type I did of enjoy risks it, right and I, you know what? That did actually introduce me more to Spawn than the comics books did. You like the then cartoon? I went, then I went into the comics. Cartoon just never got well. Me. It was it was my first experience with a non-Japanese cartoon with toward a mature audience. Yeah, I okay. thought you liked the cartoon. I mean, I didn't hate it. 
I need to get it one of these days on DVD. I think I know you hated the movie, but I thought you liked the well, cartoon. The movie's terrible. Yeah. The cartoon's okay. It's just not quite. It's, it's a little just, slow. Yeah, it's way slow. It's very slow. And it's and it's not very well Spawn animated. The animated series. It's not really well animated, but uh, we'll see. I'll have to pick that up at some point. I, I'd pay ten bucks for that whole series, but I wouldn't. <laughs> you know. Amazon, you go. Now, now I've got to go 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 to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mumbles. Yes. What you got to go to? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And of course, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Like us on Facebooks. Like us on Facebook. We're and when you do there, it, folks. When you do this week, try and send out. If you like the show, if you listen to the show, if you enjoyed it all, try and send out a Facebook shout out to your friends just in Arizona. Up. Put a post up on your oh, on your wall, or even repost it if you that want. That says you like the show. That's all. Just do that, or don't even say you like the show. Just post it up on your wall. I don't care. Spread the love. Share it with your friends. We are literally like ten people, eleven people away from giving away that signed copy of uh, what is it again, Tori? Batman and Robin. Yeah, I'm yes. Frank Miller. Batman and Robin. And I've seen Batman it, and I want it, and, it's, and I'm Robin. jealous of the fact that one of you guys is going to get it. So, yeah. You're not eligible. You're going to get it, all right. I'm a friend, damn it. <laughs> I want that book. Uh, affiliates of the show, cannot. I'm going to unfriend, unlike the page, and then go back and... <laughs> there you go. You're going to take a couple month hiatus? That's affiliates right. and their families are the ugly couple months is that how long it's going to take us to get the next 10 <laughs> you've seen it you've seen it for them. it, it creeps. was funny we had like that really big jump there for a little while and then it like then slowed we started down talking about 10 year old boy urine and then yeah no. i know wait, we need to analyze that Virginity. where that jump came along and uh you know that's what we that that's obviously what hits. i know where that jump came i'll tell you later oh it's obviously oh yeah <laughs> barry's gone oh where's barry oh. yeah that's exactly oh. It. barry's gone and boom <laughs> oh my man lady here oh. draws in the ladies ooh. Ooh. Uh, 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 but uh. until next time I'm Master Torgo the famous Paul 80's Jeff Commander K and just Michael and we'll talk to you next week in Geek where are you going you're already walking away uh, you guys okay Richard Branson is in I think 2013 going to send a ship to the moon Tom Hanks is in a There's boat a, a sh- uh, no Tom Hanks is going to be on it to the moon he's going to put Tom a boat Tom on Hanks the moon $200,000 is what tickets for this like thing like a galleon are you sure this wasn't oh, an April Fool's thing? Oh, you said a boat. Like the George no, Takei well, and the I've, Star Trek. I've seen, it, I've seen it several places. $200,000 is all we need to pull. He's sending a goat to the moon? A, a ship. A, a, a shit? He's a, shitting a, on the moon? A, a, well, it costs a lot to shit on the moon. So Richard Branson is going to shit on the moon. It's just a week, is it, Michael? Ah. I'm Sir Richard. Anyways, we need to get shit on the moon. You can join me for $200,000. You'll go. He and well, I are the ones that have Y'all are all camp. arguing against it ever being real. Well, no, we've that's never Paul. done it before. We've already Why had the are we training. Do it again? <laughs> I'm still not sure it's real. In fact, this whole podcast could have been one big April Fool joke. I tried to research it all to make sure, and I, <laughs> it, I skipped the right ones. There could be two stories in here that was full Look, of if shit. If anyone's going to do it, it's definitely going to be Richard Branson. I love that billionaire for what he does with his money. Yes. <laughs>